someone else has already said it best. This is the best, the best of it. The best ones aren't as good as you probably think they are. What is best in life? I did the best I could. Doing my best. 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 Hello, 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 and welcome to Best of the Best Podcast with me, Connor Keys, uh, alongside me as always, Mr. Ronan Mullen. Who's that? That's you. Who's that? We have another boy here too, yes, we have a special, very special guest, Mr. Dara Keys. Who's How that? <laughs> <laughs> here, uh, my youngest sibling, here to talk about uh, his favourite, his best of the best, which is uh, Only Fools and Horses. You're very welcome, Dara. Thank you. Glad and to be here. You're looking uh, very nervous and... Uh, we would you were scared. grand until about literally a minute ago. You keep staring at me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, you're very welcome, and uh, I know you're a long-time listener, first-time caller, um, but you like that, yes? I like that. Like that. Um, but yeah, you're very welcome to uh, the studio, and uh, what do you think so far? All right. I know I didn't get to do the intro there. That's oh. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, you see, you must have. You see, you yes. only, nobody gets to do that. No. I, I stole that Stephen Fry, too. He does about <laughs> seven of them right now. But, uh, so, Only Fools and Horses. Uh, you're best of the best, yes? Yes. And I could attest to that, that he uh, <laughs> probably has watched it more than anybody I know. Now, the the big elephant in the room <laughs> <laughs> is Mr. Ronan Mullen. Hello. I am the elephant. <laughs> <laughs> Some trunk in you, sir. <laughs> now, <laughs> The, the elephant in the room is that Mr. Ronan Mullen has not watched Only Fools and Horses, I wa- ever. I remember, no, I remember when I was a kid, it was always, the way I would always watch it, mm-hmm. and it would be on like Sundays, it would be on the TV, but I think, I've associated, you remember Sundays when you were away? Yeah. That whole, school morning, get everything ready, blah, 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 Sundays were shite. Mm. So any Sunday TV, I associate with Sorry. bad memories, and don't, I don't want to do it. Lutton's burning? Like, like. No. London's burning. Should have done that. And then... Darling, <laughs> Darling Buds of May? What? We don't want to do Pure a whole classics. series of where my anxiety originally comes from. <laughs> Roni's poor mental health is because of only foods and nurses. No. So I think that's, that could be the only reason because every other show similar to it yeah. I've watched. Yeah. So I just don't know why and ever... And off air there was a very valid point where, Dara, you made that... Uh, yeah. You had a big say that Faulty Towers was a lot... Better than this? Mm-hmm. How would you know? Because I watched one, I didn't like it. <laughs> one episode? Yeah. Oh, yeah. it'd be good to know which one it was. You probably wouldn't remember now at this stage, but it'd be good to, so, to know what it was you watched because there have been a few. There's definitely something to do with Christmas. Okay, well, that's. There's <laughs> but it wasn't a Christmas episode. All oh, right, okay. You know, it wasn't one of their Christmas specials. I know that was out every. There's been like fucking 30 something of the yeah. Christmas. It, it was something to do with Christmas, though, in an episode within the season. I okay. can't remember what one it was. So. Well, there are some things, and and I have argued this with uh, with. Well, I'll give you your official title, cheese. So, uh, 
Uh, anybody who's watched me doing stand up, you'll know about cheese. You know who cheese is, right? Yeah. So all three of you will know who he is. And um, the three <laughs> so, <in> here. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but I've heard, yeah, I've heard you talk a lot about. Uh, we've had this conversation before. Is the first season because it started in 1981, the year of our Lord, oh, uh, and the year we were born. Um, so uh, went for ten years. Went to 1991, but there was a ch- there was a couple of changes in it. So we start from the start. So created by John Sullivan, um, aired on the BBC in 1981, starring uh, David Jason, Sir David Jason, I do believe. Is he Sir? I think so. As uh, Wikipedia Del yes. Boy, yeah. uh, Nicholas Lindhurst as his younger brother Rodney, and then we get to season one has Granda. Granda. So uh, background to it, like so, Mister Mullen, as I say. Th- this is good actually to have somebody that doesn't know anything, but you can ask them questions now of like, what do you like? Do you understand? Do you know the concept of the I show? I know the concept of the show. Okay, and you know what's obviously set in Peckham because it became very yeah. famous. And yeah. uh, there are so many iconic things you want to make sure you know about. Um, you obviously know Del Boy is. This is the thing, it's so iconic now, it's become a verb. He's a bit of a Del Boy. I think you know, I was reading there's so many of the phrases in the show that have been put into the dictionary. Yeah. Like there's words used in this show that weren't part of the English language before and this it, show. And it wasn't even Dell's French. That was <laughs> <just> <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, so Del Boy and Rodney, so became sort of very uh big characters. Now we would in our house we would associate our cheese here as being like Rodney. Well cheese. Long, tall, skinny. Horrible. Bit dim. Better but <laughs> <laughs> but actually the brain's the operation eh? uh, is, yeah. that the, is that the, the dichotomy in this show? It is sort it? of is isn't it It's Rodney, I don't know, he, he looks up to Dale he, well looks down to him physically but looks up to him in a way but he also seems to be the one with more sense that's hmm. no? that's give or take <laughs> debatable isn't it? he did buy sun lotion in the middle of winter well that's true because yeah. he thought it was a bargain <laughs> it was the only money they had <laughs> There are lots of those things. I think a context comes into it too, where you go back to, obviously, 1981. You're uh, you're talking working class, so you're talking um, living in high, like well, high rise flats. So they're disadvantaged areas. So it was kind of shedding a light on the lovable rogue, because let's be honest, it was fucking criminal most of the stuff they were doing. <laughs> but uh, it became a sort of this sort of the kind of pub traders that you got do you mm. ever, do you ever uh, I don't know if you were ever witnessed that but when I used to work in a pub in London we used to get them all the time guys who just come in and like one day they're selling Ben and Jerry's ice cream tubs that you know were stolen from the Blockbuster fridge <laughs> uh, the next day it's like steaks <laughs> like I, from out of Tesco just whatever came, al- they yeah. came along uh, so they always and the great thing about being a barman they'd come to me first to get permission to sell in the bar so oh, that. they weren't just table to table at their own. No, no, no. They, they, they had to come and ask. Oh, you had to give come and ask, like, and they give the go heads. So then you get first pick of what they had. Oh, they didn't give you like a wee. <laughs> oh, there was always a few each, especially when I knew the furthest pub away, the Ben Jerry's would have melted. True. So <laughs> he snapped that up. Snapped that right up. Um, but there's a lot, a lot of that still going on. But back then in the 1980s, it was even more, and it was all like Del Boy was always looking for the cheap angle, wasn't he? He's always like. He's always looking to make it big. Make it big and um, but do it on a like <laughs> small scale. Small scales, right? Uh, so Trotters Independent Traders mm-hmm. uh, is PLC. the company PLC. <laughs> so Tit PLC 
is the uh, uh, the company they own. I don't know how often the accounts were lodged with company's house, but that was never revealed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, driving now was again. I keep. I'm going to use the word iconic because it is massive. Uh, the impact it's had on, especially in British culture, British and Irish um, mindsets. The yellow van, the three wheeler, like has become almost up there with the fucking Batmobile when it comes to recognizable vehicles. I used did read that. The 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 DeLorean from Back to the Future, the Batmobile, and this we've what do you Bell call Boys it? Van. Uh, that, that, they're all Roland in this Robin, national history. Uh, Roland Regime? Robin, isn't it? Roland Robin, yeah. yeah. It's a good company, though. The what? It's a good company. You're right. It's all right, sort of. I didn't think it was that fucking big. Like. <laughs> no. Batman, like? Batman, yeah, it's up there. Well, you know. Uh, so, uh, the first season obviously starts, and this is where it sort of gets into why I've always said maybe it wouldn't be in my best of the best, is because it's. It starts off as a, a, not a serious sitcom, but it starts off with no live audience mm. or no laughter track. Yes, you have mentioned this to me. And that sort of gives a different sort of feel to the whole series. It's not, just doesn't feel as funny without the laugh. And I know that's, like, I don't know what you would call it, that, that's being cheap, um, cheap shots at them, but it definitely improves things. And I would think of I'm Alan Partridge, we talked about that. Mm-hmm. The laughter in that, yeah. compared to like the Norfolk Knights or stuff, you get you know it's, it's it makes an awful difference to your show. Ah, it's an adjustment. Now canned laughter is different. <laughs> you know the fucking Big Bang Theory and How I Met Your Mother and all that sort of stuff is very. Hmm. But an actual live studio audience and some of the stuff they were recording, it's it's brilliantly. Uh, your blank face is, is great in this because normally you're just streaming information out. Yeah. And this is the podcast without me, folks. <laughs> this is really just... 15 minutes long. Sitting in the corner eating a fat noodle, <laughs> saying that. <laughs> um, so we have uh, living in Peckham, South London. The name of their flats. Nelson Mandela House. <laughs> is that what it's called, really? Yeah. Why did you tell me that? I haven't watched this whole fucking thing. Is it Nelson Mandela House or Nelson Mandela Heights? House. House. So, the, yeah, the, the Black of Flats is called Nelson Mandela House. Uh, <laughs> the guys are they're living day-to-day, like most people maybe in South London would have been at the time. And, as I said, Del Boy's um, interactions were normally of the hooky variety. <laughs> so, a lot of street selling, a lot of street trading, and a lot of just buying fucking stupid things <laughs> that trying to sell on. Shawadi Wadi LPs. Shawadi LPs and uh, <laughs> a couple of standard episodes, blow-up dolls that were... Um, Blew up by themselves. Um, what? <laughs> blow up dolls. Self inflating blow up dolls? Yeah, sex dolls that. Uh, Put the wrong gas in. Wrong gas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do remember that. Yes. I remember seeing that popped up from the back of the store. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, so there's a, lot of st- there's a lot of things actually, and it's kind of like a conversation you would have with people about friends. Yeah, well, I would they say. They sort of sink in your mind. You don't realize they have done. Yeah. But they have. Well, I've I've been. Don't get me wrong. I've been shouted at by not just you two, <laughs> my workmates, mm-hmm. my wife, mm-hmm. who said, "What was the line she said? Can I say this about my professional?" Hmm. I think it was in reference to me being a simpleton. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sure. Only simpletons haven't watched Only Fools and Horses. So yeah, it's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it's just factual. Um, it's just. Yeah, I agree with that. But you would have said that anyway before I said it in one. Yeah, that's true. You've got the three main characters. Now we will come on to the change that happens uh, in, in the later series. But you've got 
Del Boy is... Uh, First off, why is it called Only Fools and Horses? Because Only Fools and Horses work. That's... that's It's sung in the theme tune, but that's would have been an old saying. So I'm not sure. Okay. Why would you want to work? Because Only Fools and Horses work. Oh, very good. Yeah. So it's always about making a dodgy deal and mm-hmm. trying to make a few buck here and there. Uh, so the joy of this is obviously David Jason's playing Del Boy. Now, he's just come from doing Open All Hours um, with Ronnie Barker. Yes. So he's he's already had the best sort of comedy He training. had to turn this down at the start. He was going to another BBC show that got cancelled. Right. Apparently. So he was going to that show that got cancelled, then he was available for this year then. And then mm, didn't know that. There you are. So, I mean, again, we've talked about this so many times. I don't know who else could have done that job, but... Well, he went, John Sullivan asked him what way do you see Del Boy being portrayed. Uh-huh. John Sullivan wanted to be a rough and ready, kind of cockney, basically. Like a hard lad sort of thing? Well, just the real, no, like you see Del Boy now, he's fancy dressed. That yeah. was David Jason said that. Right, he was, okay. He right. wants to come from nothing but put the suits on him. Make yeah, him. so Del Boy always had this opinion of being the sort of, the diamond and diamond in the rough. <laughs> you know, he's, 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 he's this time. But like David Jason... The guy is actually quite well spoken and oh yeah, yeah. He's a bit hardy tardy, isn't he? He's not yeah, like yeah, proper, way. proper actor. So this is he's properly doing a role here, like yeah. Well, as I say, with open all hours, he did with playing Granville in open all hours. Um, but again, you're you're learning from the best. You're watching Ronnie Barker in full flow, mm. and uh, so it kind of give like the energy he had in that. You can still you can sort of see where Del Boy appeared out of. Uh, but ultimately, the whole that idea is brilliant. If he was the one who brought that idea in, of him sort of. Because he thinks he's a yuppie, and he tries to be a yuppie, because there's a joy of this too. It's been set, you know, this, a decade of, of series um, in the most flamboyant decade, maybe, <laughs> of them all, the 80s. Mm. And so it was all the mobile phones and the mobile phones that are the size of fucking yep. half a house. Like a break. Uh, you've yeah. got then the uh, the gold chains and the fucking long uh, Max and the fucking uh, raincoats and all. He thinks he's fucking actually proper going to be a millionaire which becomes one of their catchphrases iconic line probably isn't it um, which is this time next year we'll, we'll be, be millionaires, millionaires. <laughs> yeah so and they say that a lot he would say it every, every year <laughs> to uh, him and Rodney some concocted plan now I mean trying to go through the list of all the things that he's done all the way did, you know you he couldn't did. I mean um, something every episode There's uh, every episode is based on something dodgy he's doing Peckham Spring was a big thing that, that was one of the episodes where he caught on to the new market of bottled water. And this so, is ringing a bell too. That's the thing, you might have watched all these. See, seasons. that's why I would say it's the best, because even if you don't watch it, you still know the iconic moments from it, whether it be that, the blow-up dolls. Yeah. But you haven't watched it. But you know, I wasn't involved in the Second World War either, but <laughs> you know what I mean? He, uh, but uh, no, I remember this because didn't Coke do the same thing? Where they were criticised for bottling water, and then it turned out it was just purified water from England, right? Oh, the, and what, they what they marketed it as this the the new still water. No, the way right. uh, Fifty Cent and all them boys were selling still oh, water, right, like all these and, all stuff, yeah. and Coke tried to do it, but then it was caught out that they were being shipped from somewhere in England, <laughs> right. and it was just purified water, and it was just natural water. Like well, Del Boy's thing was a hose coming from <laughs> the tap. Uh, that was Coke stole their idea from. Uh, he managed to fool the sort of the environmental guy who comes out and does the tests um, by putting, giving him actual bottled water mm-hmm. in a roundabout way. Uh, what else? There's loads of other things he's involved with. 
dodgy fucking helmets that putting a turban on it putting a turban on the helmet it's just a scarf wrapped around the thing <laughs> Trotter's turban <laughs> uh, Trotter's crash test turbans <laughs> um, you've got him offering to do paint jobs for people he did painting and uh, glow in the dark paint glow in the dark paint that he got <laughs> for Chinese takeaway because it was cheap paint the trains with it that's right <laughs> So we've got those three main characters, Rodney, Delboy, and Grandad. And Grandad's played by Leonard <coughs> Pierce, who I assume, uh, I think he did, passed away then uh, between season three and four. Three and four yeah, I think they got two seasons in. I think the way it worked was season one was with Grandad, no laughter. Season two came along, then the laughter was added, and then, but Leonard Pierce passed away. So then we got Buster Merrifield, Buster Merrifield with Uncle Albert. Who was again became another character that was just instantly loved, which I think is a testament to Sullivan. John mm. John Sullivan, as I say, did everything for this. He wrote the theme tune. He wrote the, the the scripts of every single episode. He did all the sort of every episode, every episode. No co-writers or not just him. No, just him. Yeah, Jesus. and uh, so the fact that he was able then to bring in a character that was. Again, the the you had three generations. That was the point of this. It was three generations of men mm. living in a house together in a flat, actually. And so Uncle Albert filled that gap, and I would go as far as say filled it better, maybe because he got a longer run, maybe. But well, I couldn't argue. It's debatable, so but I couldn't argue. <laughs> so Uncle Ar- Uncle Albert has uh, returned from serving um, in the war, as we keep reminded <laughs> at all times. So during the war, becomes in a sort of a fucking oh here we go again and do they ever reference that the granddad died yeah they yeah did the funeral, funeral from, they I think that's where they that meet that was mid-season Uncle Albert was it mid-season that he passed away because there's I was watching an interview with Nicholas Linhurst Rodney saying they went to the funeral and then they had to re- basically react it mm-hmm. for a week oh, later oh right it happened that so it was done pretty much on the fly yeah yeah mm-hmm. and uh, they met Uncle Albert then who had returned for his brother's uh, funeral mm-hmm so, uh, so Uncle Albert became then he's just a piano playing sort of uh, lovable again, and just always looking out for the boys. But what would you what would you describe? Just a typical wee grander, just mm-hmm. didn't have much brains either. No, no brains either. But willing to go along again, testament to Delboy and the character of Delboy. He looked up to Delboy, even though he was the elder. Yeah, they all sort of followed what Delboy uh, instructed. But here we have Uncle Albert. We'll give you a wee clip here of. Um, Basically, his uh, communication skills with people from other countries. Uh, he was acting the things he learnt while he was uh, uh, during the war. What's he carrying, Mike? Well, it's that foreign talk. You can't speak a word of English. She's been sitting here all night, keeps bursting into tears. Yeah, well, at your prices, I can't blame her. <laughs> What's her nationality? Thank God, clue. Maybe she's Swedish. Do you know the Swedish for chucking out time? That's 147. Oh, you speak a bit of French, don't you? Well, potage bon femme. (laughs) Listen, go and have a chat with you. See if she speaks a bit of French. Also, we all might anything for a mate. How much did you say these drinks were? 140. On the house, Del. Ah, good boy. Well done, Michael. You are a gentleman. (laughs) Right, here we go. 
You can stay here if you like, Rodney. Well, you must be joking. What? You're going to speak French to someone who wouldn't be just for a million pounds. <laughs> all right, then. All right, I'll show you. Come on, then. I'll sort it All right, Maureen, I can take over. Ah, right. <clears throat> au revoir. Parlez-vous de français? Ah oui, bien sûr. Pouvez-vous m'aider, s'il vous plaît? Est-ce qu'il y a un hôtel ou pension quelconque par ici où je peux trouver une chambre? <rire> non, elle ne parle pas français, ma mère. Excusez-moi, monsieur. Je ne suis pas français, mais allemande. Allemagne. Deutschland. Germany, yeah? She's German. Oh, it's all right. Panic <laughs> over, Mike. Bamba's cracked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you was? I can speak a bit of German. Can you? Yeah, I was over there just after the war. Yes. Yeah, come on, sit down. Sit down. Come over here. Right. Sit down, Ella. Listen to me. I want you to ask her what her name is, you know, uh, where she lives, her address, and all that sort of thing, all right? Right. Lead us to me. What is your name? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, even when you hear the foreign tart and uh, saucy mare words you would mm. not get away with on the BBC today. Mm. So uh, we do apologize to anybody that may be offended out there. But if there's anybody listening to this podcast who's offended by that, you're in for a fucking treat. Fuck away off. Uh, <laughs> so that's, uh, again, just another, I mean, probably done to the max now at this stage. It's been lots of people have copied that and varied that in different forms, but I think that's the original. It's <laughs> not as funny. Top class. Uh, Del Boy, I mean, the joy of a podcast with watching Del Boy is you don't get to see the physical nature of him. Um, but you could tell, Ronan, he was physical. He was physical. <laughs> Very physical. From, from that one minute clip I've seen there. <laughs> Very physical. Uh, no, right, I, so I know at least that that for no, it's not for no reason that everybody loves this show. Like it has to be. Yeah, there has to be something. Well, we're going to come on to that. I mean, it, it's sort of uh, and again back to the thing of why would it not be more of my best? Is I think it faltered maybe towards the end, and that's where Mister Cheese might argue and say, "Hmm, no." But I don't think the the writing got any worse, but they just got older, didn't suit them nearly as much they weren't there just wasn't like it bad yeah. so it isn't perfect from start to finish is what you're saying well it's perfect yeah so it wouldn't be my best alright oh she wouldn't know you didn't watch it contentious he's even saying himself a contentious uh, I'm joking I'm joking I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> so I mean, Buster Merrifield then made the trio <laughs> and the trio continued then till uh, for quite a number of years uh, after that other side characters then um, we had we heard Mike there the barman of the nags head <laughs> which uh, come from a town that has the hog's head. I mm. used to love that. And we had a, a almost similar one. So nags and hogs. I don't know what you do with your nags. I don't know what the nags actually head. No? Is there an no. animal? Yeah, a nag. Is it like a type of deer or something? Good. 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 I thought it was a stag. That's a stag. Oh, I think there's a nag. <laughs> oh, is there a nag as no. well? Uh, I I know about nagging, but I don't I don't know nag. So probably something we should have looked up. Probably something we should have looked up. But uh, as as we know, reliance on the keys is to do research, guys. Uh, Sponsored by Ronimo. Cheese <laughs> was supposed to do the fucking the work. He was too busy golfing and sleeve Russell, or watching <coughs> people play golf. 
What was the story there? A nag is a horse. Nag is a horse. Why yeah. did they cut off horses' heads? What's that about? I don't know. Uh, of course, it was a nag. When we talk about the nag, sometimes means something else, but we're not going to. No. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, we had Mike, who's the barman uh, and the owner of the nag's head. We also have a long-time friend of Del Boys, um, known as Trigger. Trigger. They're all f- old fr- school friends, mostly. School friends. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. All of Del's friends are mostly. Uh, you've got uh, Denzel pops up the odd time. Uh, another great character that appears at all uh, throughout for the full ten years, maybe. He's in and out. He's not. He wouldn't he's be not in as no, much he's consistent right, as yeah. Trigger or Boise. Yeah. Then we get Boise and Marling, who are the snobs. The snobs who who made it. You know, well, Boise is second hand second hand car salesman, and uh, I remember him as well. Yeah, he's got. I remember laugh. how he I. But he keeps landing and just rubbing it in. Oh, aye. aye. He's the real... How long, Mon? We're starting I to find out. I remember. I remember we're starting to realise this is what this whole episode's going to be about. It's about cracking down Mon yep. and realising that you just have to keep hitting, hitting at me and I'll be like, I remember in 1985. <laughs> 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 uh, so Boise and Marlene, yeah, they're basically the uh, the the ones who made it or Boise made it. Um, when I say made it, he didn't really make it. It's just, <laughs> just a few more pounds. A lot better than the other ones aye. did, but that's... Uh, uh, but they again, like you say, he doesn't non-stop rubbing them <laughs> and letting them know. And some of the snide comments, as boys say, are fucking yeah. brilliant as well. Uh, who else have we got? Other characters? Mickey Pierce, one of Mickey Pierce, uh, Rodney's friends. Rodney's friends. Who? Jevon. Jevon. Who? Uh, again, they're sort of. Uh, they, they they're sort of Del Boy wannabes in that sense. They, yeah. They sort of they don't know what to do. They want to start a ska band and they want to start the fucking. Uh, He's actually a taxi driver now in real life. Who? Mickey Pierce. Is that right? Yeah. There you are. I so would, they all made millions from this. I, I would. I would be quite starstruck. I have to say, if I yeah. get into taxi in, in, in London. I think so. I've seen something on Twitter. Someone they very old getting in the taxi and realizing that the taxi man was Mickey Pierce from Only Fools and Horses. Jesus. Doing with his life now. Fair play, him. Well, that's deadly. So he's made his money. and He's just doing what he loves. Right. Or, uh, or he's no money. He's no yeah. money. Or he blew it all on horses. And <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was the 80s. The nags. The nags. <laughs> the nags were blue, boy. Uh, <laughs> so uh, these sort of characters intertwine at the odd time when they come in. And then you've got, obviously, people then who joined later on where we are introduced to their love interests. Um, so Del Boy is introduced in a very weird way. To well, Raquel, although Del Boy's always been a bit of a player, hasn't he? He's, he's always had been engaged about thirty times. <laughs> yeah, that's the sort of how he is. Yeah, and uh, trying to wow the ladies with his French, as you heard there. Uh, again, down to the writing of it. I mean, I don't know if that was done by uh, from day one that Del Boy was going to portray or pretend that he knows how to speak French when he clearly doesn't. Mm-hmm. He just knows certain words. But that that's all up. down to John Sullivan. He knew someone who kept using French in the wrong <laughs> so way. Everything he, he says he <laughs> has wrote is related back to his life in some yeah, way. Yeah, that's what they always say. You write what you, write what you know. Um, so uh, there you are. So there was somebody who kept saying French phrases all the time. Uh, we have a, a little clip. It's it's a YouTube clip, so apologies for the, uh, the background music on it. But it's sort of, uh, it just sums up... Uh, it's a real clip of over all the years of all the different things that Del Boy has uh, uttered out of his mouth, which he thinks is, and some of it is French, but completely in the wrong context of where it should be. <laughs> Eat, drinking glass of wine. 
Oh, Bain Marie. Bain Marie. <laughs> Creme de la mom for that community. Potpourri. 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 Au contraire. Au contraire. Au contraire. Oh, Bain Marie. Bain Marie. Oh, bonnet de douche. Chateau Neuf de Pomage Frey. May we, may we. May we, may we. It's the first of the two. <laughs> yeah. Now she don't speak French either, my <laughs> Vive la France, as they say in Rome. Je ne sais quoi. And one of Creme de Mont. Pas de Calais, as they say in France. Berth Alamon, as the French. <laughs> Nova Blue, as the French say. Très bien ensemble. Gosson. <laughs> Dos du bonnet pas vapor. Thank you. Does he, like. Is the whole show just him speaking in broken French? Ah oui, oui, je t'aime, je t'adore. Ah, solipon d'Avignon. Pardon, monsieur. Alamont, Alamont. C'est la bonne vie, you. Ménage à toi. Je ne sais quoi, ou quoi. Vive la France. It's a fait accompli. Servoir français. Moi non glacé. Petit dejeuner. Oh, don't even swear. Uh, <laughs> El Wally. Yeah. Oh my God, we've only got half an hour before the ferry lit you. Dipstick Rodney. <laughs> so you hear that, you dipstick Rodney, which again, uh, other phrases that came out uh, alongside the French was you dipstick. Clunker. You clunker. Um, what a Wally. There's, uh, basically, Del Boy likes to blame Rodney for a lot of things that go wrong, even though it was usually Del Boy that caused the problem. Uh, so we have the, his, the love of his French. Some of the, the the issue sometimes you have with a show like this is it went for 10 years, so you've got 1981 to 1991. You might have had maybe some of the series have 10 or 12 episodes in each one. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and then you have 16 variations of a Christmas special, basically, um, which is quite a lot. I think, as you say, there was maybe added to 30 I, I, episodes or something. I've, but I've read about that, but it didn't, it, is every season... <laughs> Like ten to twelve average. Uh, I yeah, think it was. That. It was something around that. The, f- the early ones were were around about the, like the faulty towers type of six uh-huh. number, you know. But, but then they're it, only twenty minute episodes. Now yeah. To start, they're very short. Uh-huh. And then they got bigger. He got longer time, and he got because they got more popular and because um, more uh, call from for the audience to to, to get him on screen. So it went from the twenty one to the forty two. Maybe it would double. I think something. Yeah. Like, but he was part of it was he was throwing away that much material, more material than most shows were writing. Yeah, they had a. That's why they pushed for them for the longer episodes. The um, to hold them back. Yes, that's which right. Which is an hour and a half, I think. An hour and a half. So they did a couple of specials in that sense. Okay, and then uh, we'll 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 come on to them now. But the, the, they also did then on-site location ones. So you've yeah. got like one set in America. Yeah, Miami twice. Miami twice. And you've got and are they, these are the ones that are in the latter sort of. If they, yeah, the sort of the, of the specials the type things right. you've okay. got then. So they've got and then you went like very few times they were out of Peckham. Except for maybe a special, yeah. you know, um, the Jolly Boys out and obviously was a 
a big thing. That's which most popular episode. Uh, probably one of the most popular. Most, most people's yeah. favourites, I would say. Anyway. Um, there is a, I don't know, uh, we, we wanted to show Del Boy falling through the bar. <coughs> but it's hard to show somebody falling through a bar on a podcast that's audio only. So uh, we'll just let you think about that. Do you, know, do you know the scene? Oh, yeah, I know the scene. See, I can't know. Here, man, watch I, it, I, like, I watch all them fucking 100 greatest episode things, and it's yeah. always on it. Um, not just that. There's always, like, fucking nine or ten of them that are in them. Yeah, and uh, it's, it is <laughs> it is one of those scenes that the more time goes on, it, it never dates. I always remember from it. That the reaction of the guy, he, it's Trigger, isn't Trigger, it? Trigger, yeah. His reaction is as funny as your <laughs> yeah. man falling through the bar. Yeah. Looking for him. Because <laughs> Can't see he looks, he look, uh, I'm right in saying he's quite adult. Uh-huh. He's the thicker of the people, even in, oh, in a land yeah. of oh, thick yeah. people, he's the thickest. Oh, yes. And his his face staring away from him falling <laughs> is as funny as him. And then his reaction to looking for him <laughs> is hilarious. It's, it's a funny bit. It's a good scene. And I mean, I, I remember watching for the very first time. And it was thankfully one of those things that uh, I remember it was tipped. Do you remember the good old days when you could yeah. tip something? So it was rewound a few times. And it was take off the wee black tab. You can't oh, tip over it. Can't tip over. Tip over the black oh, tab. Tip you can tip tab. over it. God, Jesus, security wouldn't have been looking. Uh, you're Jesus, completely blank here. I can't remember that. I remember video. Yeah. Oh, do you remember video? Yeah. Do you remember putting the wee tip and the wee tab and the stop the recording? There's a black see. tab at the bottom of the video tip. If you take it off, it means you can't tip over it. Didn't know that. But then, oh. if you put sell a tip or anything on that, it allows you to tip over. It tip over it again. <laughs> It was, it was a height of security. Top security. This is pre nine eleven. I've seen. I remember. <laughs> I remember. Uh, actually, like tissue paper being stuffed into that. And oh, then I've tipped seen over. Oh, that's the scene. So, uh, it, I definitely the very first time I seen that, I had to watch it again because it, it is it is so funny. Kind of brings you back to like the sort of the Charlie Chaplin, Buster Keaton type, like oh, proper physical, physical yeah. comedy. Because like I say, it's it's quite visual and physical. You can't really show it. Uh, on, on on an audio podcast. Although we could get, maybe you could stand up and just fall so, over first and see what it sounds like a podcast. Wouldn't it be easier if we just put the link for this clip with the part? Nah, nah. This, no, with RCTs fall, fall over. over. No, I just push <laughs> 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 uh, So yes, yeah, so we mentioned uh, we mentioned trigger there. And what happened to you? <laughs> podcast? <and we're laughs> <using> <laughs> <it>. <laughs> no one could see me. <laughs> the uh, trigger that you mentioned then becomes. Uh, Starts to become a lot of people's favourites. He's as iconic as M2. Yeah. He, he has a lot of standout scenes and unlike maybe Del Boy with his physical thing, Triggers is all script, all dialogue mm-hmm. because it's it's how stupid he is is that uh, it really shines through in every conversation he has. One of the things, I don't know when it was decided, um, John Sullivan did say that it just was something he thought he should do. He would decided to get triggered to call Rodney Dave. <laughs> just, I, I, I do have an awareness of this. And, see, look, there's more coming out. Jeez, I don't know. We have, a, cl- we have a closet here. The, we have the, a, the thing is... Get out of the closet. I, I, just like, that was just for an argument. Go on, tell to me, boys, and then the boys go, no, you've really watched it, you. It's not a good argument. <laughs> but these well, Ronan Mullen. Yes, sir. What happens is... Go ahead. Jesus is going to tell you now. This is going to be it? This is the sound part? Yeah. Go. This is the big sale? So what happens is normally Trigger would decide to call him Dave. Call him Dave. And 
we we'll we'll we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll play. Even in the face. I was for some reason. I was like, "What's going on?" I just, I just, I just love. I just love. You can't see it, but I wonder if you were. No matter if you're driving, listening to this, or if you got your headphones on, did you feel the anxiety there? Hi. Did you? Feel it wasn't it? even pointed at me, and no. I was freaking. I was like, yeah. "What the fuck's going on?" Did you feel the anxiety coming <laughs> off Jesus' face because he literally melted. Right. Uh, this is trigger. Uh, <laughs> Rodney trying to figure out why and under fuck are you calling me, Dave? <laughs> Oh, his legs was playing him up. Yeah, worse, most probably just a touch of fibrositis, you know. Yeah, more than like. That's how my nan started off. Did you ever meet my nan? Well, only at her funeral. <laughs> so you were at her funeral, weren't you, Dave? Trig, why'd you call me Dave? My name's not Dave. My name's Rodney. I thought it was Dave. <laughs> oh, it's Rodney. You sure? Yeah, I'm positive. I've looked it up on my birth certificate and my passport and everything. It is definitely Rodney. Oh, well, you live and learn. So what's Dave? A nickname, right? No! You're the only one who calls me Dave. Everybody else calls me Rodney. And the reason they call me Rodney is because Rodney is my name. Oh, well, I shall have to get used to calling you Rodney. Thank you. Yeah, Basil, are you going to get this meeting started? Me and Dave ain't got all night. <laughs> See that guy? What's his name? The boy plays Trigger. Roger Lloyd Pack. His daughter's Emily Lloyd. Mm, right. She was in, remember that film, Wish You Were Here, and it was really controversial? Uh-huh. And she was the girl who was offered Pretty Woman and turned it down because she was in that sheriff in that Mermaids film. Yes. And she got recast in Mermaids and was never in a film. And she could have been in Pretty Woman, which launched Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts through the roof. See, I know that shit. He's in Harry Potter too, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Is he? Yeah. yeah. He's, He's dead now, isn't he? He's passed yeah. away. Yeah. Passed away a couple of years ago, yeah. Um, so, Trigger... Uh, Moments like that happen throughout the whole entire, right up until the very end. Um, Trigger yeah. does. He's probably the most common outside them three to be in that every episode, wasn't there? I would say, yeah, he's probably the most repeat because I would say, I, I, I don't know if they did focus groups back then, but I'm sure feedback was that Everybody Trigger was. Trigger. Yeah, everybody's one of our favourites. Uh, and now Trigger has become, again, a, sort of a, entered into our vocabulary when somebody's pretty dim. <laughs> Just a bit of a trigger. <laughs> But there's a nice way of, you know, unlike your 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 on PC wife who said mm-hmm. simpleton, mm-hmm. you know, we just we just call you a trigger. From now I don't on. think she actually said something. I just made it up. Oh. I think it might have been worse. Did you no, it wasn't worse. <laughs> <laughs> it was paraphrasing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So now uh, your your beloved is now uh, going to call you trigger from now on, and that yeah. would be a traveler called me an innocent about a few weeks back in the shop. But sure, it wasn't him. No, it was a, it was a genuine like a traveler because I was wearing me back. Two backpacks, both you straps. Sure, before. he called you innocent or innocent. He called me innocent. Right, I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. get the hitch. Well, no, um, he didn't. I was talking to, and his wife called me innocent. Uh-huh. Stop talking to that innocent. Yes. And I was staring at her like, "What did you know?" <laughs> That's a real story. It's true. But you are innocent. Like, I know. But I looked at it because it was like my height, wearing shorts with the double straps on the shoulder. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You are innocent. Yep. Uh, <laughs> she was in her pajamas. Like, <laughs> she called me innocent. Four o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> it was about four o'clock So we've had. Uh, we're talking about Trigger. We'll we'll have to play. We can play. We can play clips all day of Trigger. Yeah. Um, things have sort of picked up in the last number of years with 
social media there's been loads of triggers best moments are, are going about um and i think that's probably if you were to think about it, that's probably where where you've seen yeah things a lot of them I have yeah. that's that's true uh and it's just because they are great snippets of writing but also the the deadpan delivery of Trigger is absolutely top class. Yeah, he never laughs. So what exactly is the award for? For saving the council money. I am to mention to her one day that I've had the same broom for the last 20 years. She was very impressed and said, have a medal. 20 years. That's a long time, Dave. Yeah? Well, that's two decades, isn't it? I wouldn't go that far. But <laughs> Uh, Treat, just, just a second. If you've had that broom for 20 years, have you actually swept any roads with it? Well, of course. But I look after it well. We have an old saying that's been handed down by generations of road sweepers. Look after your broom. Did your broom look after you? <laughs> no, Dave. It's just look after your broom. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and that's what I've done. I've maintained it for 20 years. This old broom has had 17 new heads and 14 new handles in its time. <laughs> How the hell can it be the same bloody broom? Well, here's a picture of it. What more proof do you need? <laughs> So yes, trigger that. I I gonna say that's my maybe favorite specials. That 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 trio, that them three episodes of uh, where they ultimately end up Batman and Robin for <laughs> Delboy and uh, Rodney going to a fancy dress cost a party, and of course it's been cancelled. And uh, Boise knew, but didn't tell them. God damn Boise! So they jump in the middle nice of a week. And uh, they turn up at a week. Dressed, dressed as Batman Robin with a full silly string off. Well, uh, broke down halfway there. They run through the back streets dressed as Batman and Robin. <laughs> they stop a crime. Stop a crime. It's it's probably one that I, I think it's the best of, of the specials. And I know there's certain standalone episodes that are quite good, but um, for me, would you yeah. would you say the same? Uh, well, we up there. I, I like the Jolly Boys out. Right, okay. my favorite. Yeah, is that the special? And that was quite. That was early That's on too. Like, yeah, it might it? even be a special. It's, it's an extended episode. I don't might just be in a series. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, probably in favourite. I think at that time, if I if I recall, it broke records maybe for the most Christmas audience. I have seen that. It's got the highest viewing figures for any yeah. British t- t- single episode ever. And they had three. They always did it in threes. Um, when it and came would that include like, like? main live events and stuff too yeah it? yeah I like mean, that's bigger than like massive, fucking England games yeah, absolutely Jeez. massive I remember it being an actual event in our house of Christmas night when the the next yeah. only version horses and it's actually when you notice the tail end of of the years I think it, 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 it finally aired in 2003 yeah but towards the end you'll see then that maybe it's a sign of the times and a sign of society run mm. but there wasn't as much emphasis on watching the new Only Fields and Horses at Christmas as yeah. there was for maybe say up to 99, 2000. Okay. Um, so the numbers then at that time for that were like the whole country was anybody was watching TV mm-hmm. was watching Only Fields the, the, the new episode and then the fact that it was actually fucking brilliant too. Yeah. What was I watching? What were you watching? Who knows what I was doing man. You were what prob- year was that one? You were probably face deep into a bowl of punch. Probably. 
Or a turkey. Or punching somebody <laughs> with a bowl. Was this in my teenage years? What year was uh, this? It would have been, yeah. Probably. 2003, uh, 2003 was the last one, so this might have been 2000, 2001. Wow. Yeah, it was one of... One of the later ones. one might have been the Gary episode, was it? Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, the joy of, uh, I suppose, the whole journey, if you want to call it that, because like any TV show, like The Simpsons today or whatever, you're on a journey with these people. Mm-hmm. Um, unlike The Simpsons, the only person horses got older. Yeah. You know, as they go on. and Yeah, but that's, I'll just make a point about what I said to Cheese earlier. I was, I was only taking the piss about the later. Sometimes, like if you watch The Simpsons now, mm-hmm. the later episodes are great. No. Like there's no, they're nowhere yeah. near as good as that nine, ten season run oh, where it was yeah. just genuine perfection. So there is that in television where, yeah, longevity is great, but sometimes it sort of starts to filter out. Yeah, and whereas in this, what you're saying is the writing is still as good, but just they're getting older. Yeah, they're getting quite suit. And he has to adapt his writing to suit them being older. Yeah, and, and there's no point doing that. God forbid, where there's a younger, no fucking and iteration actually, of it comes out, and you're going, oh god, they did do it, didn't they? They did uh, a, pre- a prequel. Yeah, they did a prequel where they had younger yeah. actors playing. Oh, gee, they're always awful. Yeah. Man, it was Jim out of them betweeners. Out of betweeners, Jay Buckley or something. Jay Buckley, is it? And then they had the they had a Boise spinoff by itself as well. Green Green Grass, Green Green Grass at home, which was for Boise for Boise and Marlene. So no, it 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 didn't really work. Sullivan wasn't a part of that. I don't think he may have been passed away. He might have passed away. Oh, he's he's dead. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, isn't he? And yeah, <laughs> I think the last. <laughs> we'll make sure we check it. He had wrote the last. Uh, you need to check this one too. But I think he wrote the last your research, episode. But your, he was, your research is impeccable. Geez. Yeah, but he um. Running research is on here. Running's gone. Running research. He may have been passed away before the last episode had aired, but right. I think he had done the writing for it. Yeah, and you know something along those lines. And the last one then obviously was the French one. Is that right? Is that the last? Yeah, that's the last one. So yeah. yeah, April two thousand eleven. He passed away. Oh, yeah. not. He was there then. He was there. Uh, lucky uh, we have. Row dictionary here in the corner. <laughs> Ropedia. <laughs> he wrote for two Ronnies as well. Yeah. Right? And that. Citizen Smith. 13 episodes of the two Ronnies. Huh. Oh. Should we just read from Wikipedia for the last time? There's, <laughs> there's the. Well, that's, that shows you the link then with um, Ronnie Barker. Yeah, and I was just going to say. Yeah, okay. I did read this morning that the Dutch version of Only Fools and Horses from the 90s, their name was The Arshmans, <laughs> which is what stood out for me personally. The Arshmans. The Arshmans. Not Trotter. Arshman. Right. Forget that one. I have no idea. Holland. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're going to have. Uh, we'll show you. Uh, uh, we'll play a clip here of um, a standout moment in again. My favorite moment. That's this is your favorite? Thing. That's my favorite. So this moment. is the. This is Jesus' favorite moment. The best Still of the best. First time seeing this. Uh, I have witnessed a, a drunken father of ours watch this and rewind it <laughs> this this exact like moment no joke about 15 16 times in a row and every single time pissed himself even harder i'd love to know when this aired because i remember watching it with him and i think it was his first time watching this episode i, I think the same too and he just Either that or he just do we need to set it up in any way or so del boy has uh decided to enter into showbiz yeah, uh, what I meant was just tell me what's going on. <laughs> yeah, that's what I telling you. He's entered in the showbiz and he's decided to become a promoter. Okay. Now, the problem is he uh, he always likes to do things on the fly, but this time he's taken on like a ruthless crime lord's mother's birthday party. Okay. And so lots riding on it, obviously, including his life. But Del Boy being Del Boy, he wants to go cheap, so he gets uh, Tony Angelino. Right. <laughs> 
works no, with Trigger. He works with Trigger. And uh, <laughs> Tony Angelino, he sees him sing uh, at Tony's own show. Okay. And uh, he thinks, oh, I've got the perfect partner for Dell's uh, partner, uh, his love interest, Raquel, who's also in show business. So I've got a perfect duet. So okay. this is the night of the uh, show or the birthday party. Del Boy and Rodney are there to to watch it for the first time. Uh, Rodney knows. has seen already. Del Boy hasn't. All right. Raquel has suffered through rehearsals because it's all come out because the songs that they, well, basically yeah. it's self-explanatory after that. But again, the, the, the sort of laughter you're going to see and you'll hear is uh, a lot of it based on the facial reactions of Tell boy and <laughs> the crime lord. She's bloody good, isn't she, Rodney? Hey, how's me? Here comes Tony. Tell me now, what can I do? Tony Angelino. So, uh, <laughs> I knew you like even the name, man. I knew it was going to be something good, yeah. but I didn't know it was going to be that. So <sighs> the joy funny. is uh, there's quite a, a long pause, and the good thing is the saving grace is they thought it was a, a novelty act, so, <laughs> so they, they took which it fucking was. Uh, so I'm assuming when they saw him singing, he was only singing songs that didn't have. His own show, so he yeah, picked his own. So he picked his own, own songs, yeah. Uh, what, do you remember the list of songs that oh, Raquel yeah. says? Raquel said, because <laughs> Del Boy left, he says, you had, you didn't have to sit through the remaining songs, which were? <laughs> the Gwing Gwing Guasaphone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I only remember the other one, and it was followed by the medley of Walk and Wall. <laughs> <laughs> Walk and Wall. Uh, so, yes, again. Uh, <laughs> But again, there wouldn't be the reliance on Trigger to tell them that he's got this problem because Trigger would have just Trigger would never thought of it. No, no. Trigger's no. not even in this episode. Yeah, but I mean, to, to, it's one of Trigger's yeah. mates because oh, he's oh, yeah. yeah. uh, so Trigger wouldn't need like, to tell him. By the way, you know, he's got a you know, yeah. yeah, Trigger wouldn't think of it. Wouldn't it? Yeah. No. So I mean, you've got loads and loads of things to get. As I say, we talked about uh, Del Boy falling through the bar. You've got the 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 sort of uh, loads of visual 
set pieces that have lasted, the, the, stood the test of time. Yeah. Well, even the their whole goal throughout the whole every episode will be to become a millionaire. Yeah. That's the, probably the goal from start to finish, and then and eventually. Well, here we have it now. So this is this is another big problem I have with it. I think they should have finished then. I thought it was the perfect ending. So just to bring you up to speed, what happened? They found a watch on top of a gas cooker that they've had in their I've garage seen, I've, for. <laughs> I've seen years. that. No, but I've, I've seen because that's one of the moments. It's one of the big moments. And yeah, yeah I'm just looking at it. Here. <laughs> yeah, it's the the <laughs> they uh, and then they go into the, the the auction house to get the into Sotheby's or Christie's or whatever. Yeah, it was, so yeah. It starts at three hundred thousand or something, and yeah. Rodney. So it ultimately, it boils down that, that that's why I liked it. That's why I thought it had a nice final uh, feeling to it because. All these years, so what you're talking, whatever year that was, um, 1981 up until 2000, maybe 2001, mm. they never ever made it. And then they finally find an old shitty watch that he thought was an egg timer. That Raquel's <laughs> father-in-law has an antiques dealer. And it was a Harrison watch, a sea watch, one of the most... Uh, Lesser watch. One of the first maritime watches. Yeah, there were six of them or something, I think this is. So it turns out it's worth millions. And they actually do become millionaires, uh, and that to me is where it should have stopped. I think money brought them back. Maybe probably that much demand for another Christmas special. Oh, that was the final episode when they got the the money from the watch. That was no. the final episode, so of, the episode of of that special. If you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Right. So I thought that special, like it was the three episodes, that that should finish, and that would be it. But mm. then they came back for another three, like oh, two right, years okay. later. Uh, I would say it was more down to demand. Everyone would have wanted it. At the time, I think so, but I think, I think if you were to, if you were a writer and you wrote that, and you seen the reaction it got when it yeah. aired and how many million, I, I don't, I, I think you should have known you're not going to beat that. Yeah, but the, only, the audience would have wanted to see them, but they were like, "What's the money after getting it?" Yeah, We've watched them trying to get it for years, and then I, I know, I see. I like the fact that you could just just to lose it again, I know. To to imagine what they would have done with it, rather than and did they lose it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> really? Do they lose it? Really? In the next episode. Next episode, <laughs> the whole has gone, stocks and shares gone. Uh, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> back in the flat. Uh, or heading back to the flat. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's up for debate. I know there's, you would say, you think there's uh, as much comedy in the last special, what do you think? I said, the writing is, is, is good, but he's so much older, David Jason himself, he just doesn't, Mm. Look nearly like a Del Boy, and mm. reactions aren't as good as they were. Stuff like that, but I think the writing is still as good as any. Yeah, I think there was. Uh, it's and it's solving right up to the end. It's solving right it's up to the end. I don't yeah, think yeah. it's. Uh, I'm not going to say it's uh, uh, cheap comedy. It's not. It's. I know what you're saying. Uh, it's, it's quite clean. Obviously, it has to be. It's BBC yeah. prime time, you know. But I did think it was quite smart. Some of the wordplay and stuff and the writing they'd done. But there's also you know there's episodes where he's like. Oh, Fuck! I have to get this out for next week. Mm. And he just oh, you get of, that yeah. feeling when you're watching. Aye, when you're watching one or two, you're going. Mm, he fired this one out because he just needed to get something. That or they're relying too much on them. To yeah, do it. you to know do like it, their yeah. reactions and stuff they got. Mm. Uh, so another thing we had uh, in there because we because we love Trigger, um, <laughs> but we had we had talked about the uh, the fact that you have Boise, you have Marlene, and Del Boy always has this. We sort of pinch of her bum and give her a wee whistle and all that sort of crack which <laughs> right in front of Boise all the time which is there's noise and underlying sort of 
did they one mm, night yeah. <laughs> one time but they never ever mentioned it but there's just that vibe of it that they have no there's one episode where Del Boys he goes in the betting shop he's telling right. a story he went in the betting shop and he couldn't remember the woman's name and it comes out then later on the episode with Trigger and Boise Boise saying he wishes he never walked into the betting shop and met Marlene and oh, triggered right. drafts, and then he forgets about what he was going to say. Right, 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 right. <laughs> right. There you are, I didn't know that. Uh, so, yes, this has been uh, Only Fools and Horses. Now, I was going to say, Mr. Mullen, are you, have you been sold? I might watch a few episodes now. But, but I'll definitely have to. I was going to say, it's not a no. jump into the middle job. I'll have to go from. No, what I was going to say, what you might have to do is start re watching some because you fucking watched them all. Yeah. Things, huh? No, I'll go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, I would. The first season, don't get me wrong, it's a good season, but it got better as it went on. And then it well, I think dropped like, off then. I think most shows get better. We've talked about this before, and the Soprano mm. was even or anything they got. I mean, you, a lot fi- of you initial find your seasons, rhythms and the gas. A lot of initial rhythms, seasons like, yeah. are they're testing the water, what worked, what didn't. Yeah. And then they know what works, so you stick with that and go yeah. with it. Like. And I, I do think, maybe I go back and I might be proved wrong, but I think the laughter track changed the, the whole dynamic of the show. Yeah. Um, it really did. Now, I would say to its detriment sometimes. Because if you listen back to that clip we played of Rodney and, and Trigger talking about Dave, the audience are laughing over some of Rodney's lines. But yeah. again, it's not lost because it's Trigger yeah. they're laughing at. But again, it's, you know, uh, and that's a laughter track. I, I We talked about this with Alan Partridge. Mm-hmm. Is, is it somebody playing the, the video in a studio in the BBC and they're recording the laughter yeah, the there? Laughter. Mm-hmm. Because the laughter they're doing with them, it's clear, obviously, in the TV show. There's no audience there, so the mm. people they don't know how long to pause. Um, from experience, you know, on stage, you know. Uh, oh fuck! Here we go. We have, <laughs> I have to edit this out every week, you know. Sometimes there's like a twenty-minute rant about his comedy. Well, he sends me out there then. So oh, twenty-minute rant. You I have to read tomorrow. The comedy's deleted. So here it is. So uh, during the plays, we have to tell the actors. Oh, sorry. This is your directing and writing, not your performance that you're talking about oh no 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 sorry i didn't know which one to choose there no i'm on about the the one biggest thing because i'm dealing with now this i'm dealing with gorb and d jism like no that 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 alone yeah is so i've got my own rodney and delboy and i'm saying to them in real life don't speak till the laugh finishes what do you mean (laughs) i was like because if they're laughing and you're speaking they can't hear what you're saying Mm -hmm. right i was like so wait what do you mean wait? I was like, wait till the fucking laughter finish. So <laughs> that took a while. And uh, <laughs> many of you don't know. I actually, I actually had to send uh, three, four, four. I think it's four. Me and Bondi did the first one, and then the other three um, solo. And, and I'm betting right up until the fourth one, they're still having to say, hold the. Well, the problem is because you're in rehearsals, and I don't know if no uh, laughing rehearsals. No laugh rehearsals. I don't know if uh, only for the <laughs> If they did that, uh, I know there is such thing as uh, rehearsed live rehearsals mm-hmm. where you would get, because you find your laughter points in and see. But I also think that could be a bad one because you could get 10 people in that aren't really good laughers. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it gives you a bad vibe. So, yeah, you just fire it out there. But that's the only downfall of adding a laughter track on to the likes of an episode they got um, is that the, the actors didn't realize it was yeah. going to be as, you know, Aye, so as funny so they had to sort of get cut over but <coughs> and it's hard I mean, to like they, they can shoot an extra scene in the middle extended it's all yeah and especially when you're together especially when you were when you see the quality that was given to trigger yeah was the that down to the, the budget of it or it would have been the budget and what i mean that scene there they were in a big sports hall or a big you know mm-hmm. church or whatever like or a community hall so you wouldn't have got an audience and you know getting the lights no, but must, must have had a like must have been a very small budget because even though the episode with the chandelier yeah that had to be done one time one shot, drop it. We had one chandelier to do that with. Right, okay. It was Nicholas Linners does a 
and the rear documentary and he's saying it he's told you laugh that you've ruined the whole thing we can't afford another chandelier and he says he can just see <laughs> that's right yeah you can just see cameraman's shoulders going up and down in the corners yeah. going to <laughs> the, the camera's just on him and they by looking at each other and the chandelier drops beside them it's uh again another fucking fantastic set piece that you can only really uh visually uh, yeah. uh appreciate uh, do you know that one the chandelier i do really know that one <laughs> It's, it's, so it's that's full marks for running. Yeah, uh, I, I know that one from the one episode that you've watched. You've you've gleaned a lot from it. Uh, I've watched one whole episode, but I've seen moments. <laughs> must have been only for horse's greatest clips, was it? You know, I fucking did. It was the only <laughs> uh, right. Well, so again, thank you very much, Derek Ease. Uh, Derek Ease, thank you very much for coming in. Thanks for getting that it, in there. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't that painful. Do you think not? No, I thought it was alright. I thought he did. It was quite, easy enough. Quite well. Here, considering drink, considering you're the first guest. To ever come on here that didn't have Ropedia behind him. Mm-hmm. Stumped him to. Even sure. even Bartlett got fucking Rony to research Fast and Furious. You know yeah. what I mean? But I only did that because I was totally relied re- relied and by you that he wouldn't do any research. And well, I was that was that was true. Yeah, um, and it was true. I don't know why that wasn't put on. He didn't here, even so. he didn't even know. What fast or some other fast Furious films were? Let's <laughs> watch that one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he says I'm a massive fan of Fast and Furious. And we're like, oh, brilliant! This is going to be easy. So I just researched it anyway because he told me to, and he was right. Uh, right. Well, it's bonjour from me and uh, Bonnie, Bonnie from, from Big Row and Popery, Popery. Jeez, thank you very much. And uh, uh, we have a uh, the joy of Only Birds and Horses. It has two completely different tracks. Even though they're one song, but one's the intro, one's the outro, and we're going to go with, you know yourself. We've got some off-price crack ties, some miles and miles of carpet tiles, TVs, deep freeze, and David Bowie LPs, pool games, gold chains, wuss names, and head push, and Trevor Francis track suits from a mush and shepherd's bush, 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 bush. No income tax, no VAT, no money back, no guarantee. Black or white, rich or poor, we'll cut prices at a straw. Same man.